Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We appreciate Deuce and Mo for being with us. Deuce and Mo of NBC Sports California. Deuce and Mo Podcast. I, I, I want to say this. I'm going to sing the praises of Morgan Reagan a lot today because I got to sit next to her and actually experience the basketball game with her last night. Nice. However. The security let you let you that close. Huh? They did. They did. Okay. They did. They did. Sarah vouched for me. That's the only way I, I was you. able so to sit in that row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, I was watching Night Chat this morning, and I just, I, I'd like to point out for those who listen to the podcast who were watching Do Some Mo, I was there. I witnessed – Deuce Mason motivating Davion Mitchell before the game. <laughs> Thank you. I was there. Oh. Thank you. I forgot you were I, right there. I was. Big I man. was right there. Big ups. Now, now, no. now. I, 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 man, Deuce. I, they, they called out. You know, uh, Davion's name. Say, say hello to Davion, and and Deuce said something about let's go, man, off night. And this is what happened in my head. Morgan rolled her eyes at Deuce, <laughs> and I looked over to see Davion, and Davion looked over at Deuce in slow motion. <laughs> and nodded his head. That's what I saw. There might have been one like tear down that's his eye. Like about, that's Deuce. my that's my quarterback type TO tear down Davion's. I'm not positive about that part, but yeah. I was there when Deuce did it. I that's saw what it. I'm talking about Deuce. I saw that's, it. That's what I'm talking. Get these boys so th- ready. Hey, thank you, Deuce. Uh, I, and I, I didn't say it with a smile. It was no. dead serious. Yeah, yeah he like, knew. We, yeah, yeah. we need an off night. Tonight. Yeah, yeah. Davion knew. It was, it was business time. Worst way we could have started this. Hey, show. Man, I just want to give my worst. man credit. I, I saw it. I was there. Hey, the two the two no, people respect. we always got to thank, at Nani and at Deuce Mason. There That's you it. go. Oh, yep. My God. Well, and if you guys don't mind, oh. it's time. We're we're back, baby. Oh, we're back. Let's go. Let's go. Get on your feet, Buddy Hill. Can you do some for me? Clanking shots, get boost from everybody. JJ, can you do some for me? Talking about practice, what you saying, homie? <laughs> Sacramento, can you do some for me? We want playoffs, give it to a shoddy. Light the beam, light the beam, light the beam. Hey, hey, let's go. Let's go. Back, baby. Let's go. Hey, can you do something? That is me? amazing. Don't ignore that. Ignore that. Let's that, go. Is, that is fantastic. Let's go. More, hey, man, it called for more Deuce Mars. It called for Deuce Mars today. They've been calling Call for him. Yeah. I got excited with Kenny back today. The yeah. Kings won. I'm feeling good. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. 
That's what I'm talking about. Could this wow. show have started any worse for you, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Strokes, deuce singing, um, and deuce compliments. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty bad. You've Damien. had, a, you've had a, dr- a traumatic 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vacation. Oh, hey, goodness. So, so look, let me ask both of you guys this. I mean, because we got deuce bars, we had Drake bars. The energy's crazy right now. I think a lot of the reason why the energy is crazy. It's because we all wanted that game last night. Am I correct? Mm. Like, we wanted the Pacers game. We, you know, indirectly, Tyrese may catch something because of it. But, you know, a lot of people have been talking crazy about the Kings and this trade and all this other stuff. And now the records are there and Indiana's record is good and going head up. And I think that has a lot to do with all this energy coming out where we wanted this game. Last night. Am, I, am I accurate with that, Deuce? Uh, yeah, I, I was talking to Morgan before the Suns and Pacers game, I'm like, if you had to choose to win one game, I think you choose to win the Pacers game, yeah. right? Because could you imagine today had the Pacers oh, won, Tyrese oh, had a big God. game. We don't like, need to imagine No, it. we don't have to. And it was great. And I told Morgan after the Suns night chat, what uh-huh. I tell you? I said it wasn't a prediction. It was a spoiler. Mm. The Kings are beating the Pacers. Oh, yeah. And he me- you mentioned Kenny, too. Yeah, because last time I said that was with the Warriors game. That's Kenny right. and I that's were right. on the same page. Yeah, and that's, that's what happened. Um, no, in all honesty... Yeah, I think everyone needed it. And it's the way it went down. Mm. It's how the Kings played. Sabonis coming out with force. They played a beautiful brand of basketball. And Golden One Center has never been this loud. Mm. Like, this is the most energy that Mm. building has ever had. And I'm just going to be honest. It just, like, one of those moments. It shouldn't be the moment to to shut toxic people up but it really did shut up some yappy toxic tyrese halliburton people up and i love the heck out of tyrese halliburton as a person his game i i root for him i'm probably the only one here that like roots for his well no no when i say that even even when it is the sacramento kings i was like oh i don't want him to have a bad game i just don't want him to have a game winning shot you know like i feel for him truly on a different level whatever but then there's just so many people that wanted to be out there after the trade national people and people around here that just wanted to be so evil so mean so weird about it and it shouldn't be the thing that shuts them up a little bit but it just does for Mm. a quick second and i needed that in my life (laughs) and it felt like they wanted it i mean i i I was telling uh kenny this earlier i love the way that harrison responded you know the day before Mm. talking about that game where he's like yeah it's a big game and i think you guys saw the same thing uh i did in the you were probably with them the the tyrese and buddy shootarounds where tyrese you could see them both trying to say the right things and and they did but their faces were telling an entirely different story. <laughs> like, Tyrese was clearly nervous about last night's game. Buddy, I'm not really sure about. Ty- Tyrese was. And uh, I think when you try to convince yourself, no, it's just another game, it's just basketball, you're worse off than doing what Harrison did. We're, yeah, we know. This is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't really know how the crowd's going to react. We know how they just reacted. We have no idea how they're going to react. But we got to get out there and we got to get this win. And I wasn't surprised to see Harrison Harrison's performance last night, given the way he was talking, you know, the day before the game. Yeah, and then with, with Tyrese, the, talk about all the distractions. 
I mean, you're, I think it's so much harder to be the person that's going back, right? Like For Sabonis sure. taking on your former team when there's like four guys left over. You're in Sacramento. It's not that big of a deal. I'm sure there's. it's cool to see some old friends. But for Tyrese, it's not just like old teammates and coaches. It's fans, it's people he met here. It's yeah. family. It's media. Everybody was going up to him before the game. Right? Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard to lock in, yeah. you know, when you, you've kind of got those distractions. We were talking about that when we were watching from the baseline. We went back out there, Damien, and we were watching where he was going and what he was doing. Every damn person, even people that want to pretend they had a relationship with him, were coming up to him to say what's up. And that's I told Deuce, I was like, I'm not saying hi to him until if I see him after the game because it because it was like this is work time and it's the same thing that I feel sometimes like even when we're all watching a game up there and it's like people just go hey can you like come say hi and it's like no no the game is actually being played like it's part of the work right and so for Halliburton that's part of the work is right there getting ready warming up for the game. I don't know. I think he was a little taken out of his routine. He's an emotional guy, too, and mm -hmm. it just it did throw him off, and it was a good thing for the Kings. His yeah. walk up into the arena was really weird, too. He was moving <laughs> in like slow motion. Like they're, they're really bringing back the baggy pants. He was yeah, in all black. They yeah. were filming him. It, was, it, was, it, it looked totally not natural. Yeah. Well, well, I loved he came in trying to walk like a heel, and then it was like the perfect <laughs> timing because it was all of us, yeah. Mark Jones, walking yeah. through, and we were all like, oh. I was like, what are you wearing? And then like he's like laughing. Everyone's kind of giving him crap, and he cracks a smile. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. And, dude, King's defense last night on him was fantastic. You know, like Davion. Some of the clips I saw that were tweeted out after the game, I'm like, how Davion defended every person on a possession who ended up in a miss. That guy's been insane. Nah, man. And, see, and this, is, this is where I go a different way from my girl Morgan Reagan because last night, when Davion got one-on-one -on -one with Tyrese, I was like, lock that up. Lock that yep. up. That's what I want to see. And he locked him up. I feel and that, I was like, Kenny. Yeah. No. <laughs> Kenny, I have to let you know, like, there's not a single ounce of me that feels remotely bad for him when he's out there on the court getting – when when De'Aaron Fox just cooked and he just had that little shimmy oh. and just made that little jumper no, no, on Tyrese Auburn. Can, can, can we talk about that play yeah, for a second? Yeah, because yeah. I got a question to ask you guys about that too. That was nasty. Fox has the ball. Metu comes over to set the screen, waves him off. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. – Metu, I got this. Get out. And then – he puts that move mm. on him, shakes him, hits that fall away, and he, you know, he felt he loved every second. Hey, My point is, Kenny, I loved those moments too. I, I have to. I feel you. I feel I got to ask all you guys because we've, we've seen every play of uh, De'Aaron Fox's career. I think that's the top five play I've ever seen from him. That oh, was. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. That was filthy. And it was unexpected. Nobody was expecting him to hit him with a dream shake, <laughs> Jordan fall away. That was nasty. <laughs> He's on a different level, and even even when he looks a little bit beat up, because you look at the beginning yeah. of that game, and it's like, okay, he's not coming out with that that explosive first step that he usually has. But what I love is that he didn't have to rely on that explosive first step because his skill set has has taken a leap this season, and he's mm -hmm. able to do things like we just saw. Um, with that play and then other mid-range shots. He can get to his spots and just not have to go to the rack every time and go downhill. Yeah. Speaking of defense, singing the praises of Morgan Reagan, it is spectacular watching basketball with her 
but you better not miss a defensive assignment. Because sometimes <laughs> when when I'm watching basketball, I, I'm on the offensive end, and I, I know I'll do, and I probably did this last night. Like, oh, TD's in the corner. Oh, look at look at look at Malik. G- games going on, and I'm just out of the corner of my eye. I just catch. Morgan pointing at stuff. Yes. This is on the defensive end. Morgan's pointing. And then, like, ugh. and I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let this, because I'm in her world. I'm yeah. just not going to say anything. Next Why do you think I sit alone, she, she, Damien? She's pointing, like, a, aggressively pointing. And then this assignment doesn't go well, and then she tells me what she saw. And I actually loved it. It's like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm learning something here. Morgan but Brown, it, ready to call a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't an, there ain't enough timeouts in the world to, to to last for the amount of times Morgan was pointing on the floor last night on the defensive or end. Carlisle I apparently. I mean that dude that dude ran out of timeouts. It was the third quarter. I'm like he's got no timeouts left. I thought they, I thought it was a joke or a mistake. I was like no, there's no way. I was like oh okay. Like they're not expecting this one to be close in the fourth. Then he got a technical. <laughs> he got a timeout. Oh, that's been going around. That happened in the what what. what was it Stanford, South Carolina the yeah, other yeah, day? Yeah. yeah, the women's game. Oh, yeah. man. That's that's <laughs> that's that's going around. How did you – I think I know how Morgan felt. Deuce, what did you think of the defensive effort from the Kings last night? I just feel like they're getting better and better, and the numbers are backing it up. Um, you could tell it's a group that's getting more comfortable with each other. We shout out Davion so much. Sabonis deserves some more love for what mm-hmm. he does defensively. I think so many times we get caught up in, well, how many blocks does he have? Like that means a great defensive player. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. I would love for him to block more shots. It's not his game, but what he has done is he hasn't looked lost in the pick and roll. So many people are like, oh, he's going to get destroyed on the pick and roll. They're hedging it. They're being aggressive with it. And he's able to not only get up, but then recover. He's pointing guys in the right directions. And he's an elite defensive rebounder. I don't think he gets enough love for what he's done defensively. And no, they don't have a whole bunch of great individual one-on-one defenders, right? Davion's a great on-ball guy. But if you could play some good team defense, which they are trending in that really solid direction, that's a great sign. I think it's the last 10 games. They're 17th in defensive rating in the last 10. Mm. And now they've moved up to 22nd on the season. It's not great, but it's way better than it was last year at the start of the season. It's not taking step backs, which is encouraging. Kenny, I always throw this at you because you played at a high level. how important is it when you don't have elite individual defenders to have a a fantastic locked-in team defense, and especially when you have a good anchor in the middle? And it's not about mm-hmm. having that shot-blocking uh, big, but it would be nice, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. about having that anchor in the middle that's communicating, talking up, letting them know that they have your back, trusting them that they're going to be there if you don't have that step or if you do push baseline or if you angle someone toward the middle. Like when you have someone talking to you and everyone's buying into that, it just beautiful things can happen as a team. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's extremely vital. And I say all the time, whether it's you know at a high level or I'm teaching a 10-year-old's, just just talk. Just talk. Yes. I say all the time, tell me what you're doing and tell me what you see. And if you got five guys telling me what you're doing and what you see, i.e. a cutter or a screen or something coming on like that, just think of if one person's doing that, that's, that's great communication. Just think if you got all five guys talking about either I got ball or I'm in help or uh, I'm in denial or watch this screen coming, cutter coming across. 
Like now, now we're all locked in. That's where we get into talking about moving on a string and being as one. And I think Demontis Sabonis helps out a lot with that. He's a great communicator out there on the floor, and the rebounds. I mean, the yeah. you guys know the defense ain't over until you have the basketball. And yeah. and, and there's not anybody, there's not too many guys better, I should say, better at finishing off a defensive possession than Demontis Sabonis with the way he rebounds. And his ability to grab the ball and take it himself. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I know Slater was talking about that on The Athletic, just talking about the fact that Brown kind of uses him like Draymond in that sense, where he's going to push the ball, the dribble handoffs. He's been so good with these dribble handoffs, too, in transition. Mm-hmm. He's able to create so much for this team. And so, I don't know, there's just sometimes I'm just watching Sabonis. It's just so fun to watch. Even when he doesn't have the ball, the guy is just constantly doing something. I feel like he's the team's most important player. Like we were having this discussion earlier about most important versus the best. So much of the Kings universe right now seems to center on Demontis Sabonis. I I like I like that. I think that's a totally a fair um, debate or conversation to have because of just the way that his presence dictates so much of that offense. It doesn't matter if he's the one grabbing the rebound, going in a bust out and pushing the ball up and starting the motion offense, or if it's one of the guards starting it and he still is the one leading, talking, commanding people to move around or understands, hey, I already know where your defender is going to go on this, so just come off me. I'm going to make your life that much better. He's just such a great teammate in so many different ways. And uh, – Kenny, can we consider him on that younger side too? Yeah, yeah, he's what twenty six. I think he's outside of Harrison. He's like the oldest of the group. He's the old man at twenty six years old. And I, I mean, I had we had this conversation with Olivia, and I thought all the answers were interesting. Damien, you know, thought Sabonis. I said Fox. Uh, Olivia said Malik Monk, and I don't know if he's the best player on the team, but what he brings to the team on the basketball court. It seems like in the locker room, it seems like what he brings to the Golden One Center. It's invaluable right now. He is... He had 5,000 people, some odd, 5,000 some odd people wearing (laughs) Band-Aids on their face. Right, right. David, you talked about it. Olivia talked He's a leader. He's a leader that we've been asking for for the last couple of years. Like I said, I don't know, Deuce, I don't know if he's the best, but... I mean, what he's providing right now is, is is feels unmatched. He comes in the game, and there's juice. It's not just him trying to get his either. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's looking to set guys up. And some of the stuff he says post-game, I love. It's, it seems like he's never worried. He's like, I'm not – even during that three-game skit, he's like, I'm not letting this fracture. Like, yeah. we're, we're fine. We're going to keep this going. And he was saying that during the 0-4 start. I think he brings humor, positivity, and he's a good player. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think Mike Brown has empowered him to play more of his style. You know, last year he was such a good catch-and-shoot guy, but now he's doing stuff out there. He's he's sent guys up. How many times have we looked and seen that after a game? Malik Monk has six-plus assists in the game. Mm -hmm. You know, he's sent guys up. He brings instant energy, and I love having that off the bench. You start talking about six-man-of-the-year candidates. I know Mike Brown was (laughs) pushing him. Uh, last night before the game, but he's up there. He's up there with Brogdon. Even if you want to throw in the rookie, Matherin, sure. But Malik Monk is having a big-time impact on winning. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is there any reason Casey Akpala shouldn't be getting mm. minutes every single night? Yeah, you know, I was, I was so surprised by that stretch when he wasn't at all. And I think a credit to him and Brown... Like, it, it just seems like everyone stays engaged because this guy starts the first three games of the year and then doesn't play yeah. for a long time. He comes in for like the last 16 seconds of a quarter. He came in that Boston game and had an impact. Yeah. And so, I, I, yeah, I think when he plays in control, especially offensively, because, you know, you don't want him to get too thirsty. You got to buy into that stuff. What he brings defensively with that energy I think you have to try to find some minutes for him. Yeah, I think it's the same thing that we saw. Well, not the same thing. I think it's similar when we saw Terrence Davis have that game on TNT and then it was a game or two after where he didn't go in until the third quarter. Or But they understand that they just need to stay ready and trust Mike Brown's philosophy, his rotations, and what he's trying to accomplish with them. Um, but I also feel like Mike Brown is the type of coach and the type of person that believes in rewarding people and not just, re- oh, like they worked hard at practice. It's no rewarding them. Hey, if you get this 30 seconds in the game, you better do what you're supposed to do. Like, I think, Damien, I think maybe I was sitting next to you when I was talking about Metu, who ended up having um, a You were definitely sitting next to me. (laughs) Yes, yes. And it was, but it was when, it was when, Sabonis was going to check in. So, like, you saw Mike Brown say Sabonis get in there. I think it was a Chemezi Metu um, 
something happened on the defensive end and I was probably pointing ferociously at it. And then on the end, on the offensive end, he gets the ball at the top and just takes the first three at the top of the, the three pointer. And he, it's because he saw Sabonis coming in. And so in that time he made the wrong decision because he's like, okay, well let me get mine right before I have to go out. And it's like, no, you don't want to do those things. And I feel like he is more disciplined. And my whole point of this is I feel like every guy understands how disciplined they do need to be when they even get 30 seconds. Yeah, for sure. Metu was on Morgan's list for a minute. It was, oh, it was, it was, it was, it was a tough Free stretch. Cool. I think he was good last night. It was a tough stretch. Last night. Well, yeah, no, no. He, it, 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 to, to be fair, this was probably second quarter. You know, early first quarter. It was This was early in the game for sure. He's been good all year. Yeah, he's, he's been really good all year. I've loved the way he played. Hey, you guys have uh, have, I guess you can say you you suffered through a lot of Kings basketball over the years. Actually, working, you guys committed to the night chat every single night, you know, for for years now. In the morning, sometimes you guys were up here talking Kings basketball. How fun is it right now? I know it's not like they're twenty three and zero or nothing like that, but they're eleven and nine after twenty games, yeah. and it's not just the record. It's the energy around Thank this you. franchise right now. You go to the Golden One Center right now, it is it feels like the greatest show on earth. Like it feels like a, a party that's just waiting for two and a half hours from now when they can say light the beam over mm-hmm. and over again, right? Yeah. It's that yes. anticipation for that. How are you guys just enjoying this ride so far in the first twenty games of the season? That's it. I'm enjoying it, right? Because, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. You know, even during the three-game skid, you started to feel like the nervousness with the fan base. I'm mm-hmm. like, guys, are we watching the same stuff? Like, they're, they're going to struggle sometimes. How they get out of it, this team has shown that they could face some adversity and get out of it. Last night was a great response, but I'm having so much fun with it. Um, I think the NBA is realizing, oh, wait, Sacramento fans are loud? Like, yeah, they are, man. And they've been waiting for this. They've been thirsty for some great basketball for a long time. And right now, they're one of the most entertaining teams in the league. You go into that building, you can expect a playoff atmosphere because these fans are ready to pop off. They, You felt it last night. That sequence when, what was it, the TD, the TD jam and then the mm. backcourt steal and the mm-hmm. lob the TD, yeah, yeah. That, that was the loudest I think that building has ever been. And... You know, they haven't had a lot to, to cheer for, but think about the last couple of years. You know, you had the bubble year, you had the COVID restrictions in place. Last year at this time, you, you really didn't have many people at the games, I don't think. Yeah. No. So now, not only are they back, they're eager to be at games, but they're seeing a great product. It's amazing. My mental health is so much better because of their play. And I did not think I would ever actually say that, but I really think about last season and how much we all cover the team and then think about not only us covering the team i think about all the super fans out there that are watching every single game even when they're losing you know even when things are bad and for those people as well that went through so many difficult hard times and it's like why are we doing this to ourselves at times and this season you realize like oh we went through all those hard times so then we can feel what we're feeling right now and what we're feeling mentally what we're feeling emotionally like not only do we deserve this it's what you're supposed to feel as a sports fan everything isn't supposed to be that bad for that long it's not normal and so that's why this we're getting back on track to like what it's supposed to be and normal like as a sports fan and the other thing i'm gonna add to that you know i know people say that their market oh the best fans ever 
No. Don't tell me about Oklahoma City. Don't tell me about the Warriors. Don't tell me about Portland or Salt Lake City with the Jazz. It's not even close. It's a one-sport market. This fan base has been so engaged. The fact that 37 years of Kings basketball, they've seen eight winning seasons. They've seen, what, 10 playoff appearances during that time? Mm. And last night, on a Wednesday night, Sold out. And the place felt like a playoff atmosphere. Rattled the Pacers last night a bit, too. So the, my whole point to this, this 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 market's a sleeping giant for the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And I think the NBA world kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. But these fans were watching night chats. They're watching you guys, even during nine-game losing skids, back-to-back. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They just want a great product. And when it's great, they're going to come out and show out in a big way. Absolutely. You know, there's no fourth wall on this show. We just kind of, like, do stuff. Are you okay, Morgan? Like, you keep, like... I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm I'm feeling it. Uh, like, every time I talk, I don't think about it. So I'm like, let's talk. Let's, let's talk. I'm okay. I am. It's like, it's so weird when, you know, something just happens right before you, you do something at any time. It doesn't matter if it's, like, before watching a game or before going on a show or whatever. You're just like... What just happened? But I mean, I'm gonna have to think about it after this. So huh, we're gonna talk all day, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we don't got leave you. me. Don't go to commercial. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Mo, you could talk as little or as much as you want to, man. We got you. We're 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 therapy for each other. This team seemed to have had a lot of confidence going into last night too, and I think that's something I I, I don't remember seeing from them um, at any time in the past. And and it speaks to kind of the Harrison Barnes line again. Like, yeah, we know this is – we know what this is. We, we we know how much everyone is invested into this game. And from the moment they took – okay, now from the moment they took the floor, but from the moment Mike Brown called timeout 50 <laughs> seconds into the game, from the moment that they, they took the floor after that, they seem to have played with a ton of confidence. And every time they made a run – Pacers would chip into a little bit, and then in that third quarter, they just opened things up and kept moving. I, it Mike Brown's impact, man. It's mm. like, don't get rattled. Put the work in. We're going to hold you accountable, and let's have fun and play basketball. There's mm. so much substance to his timeouts, you guys. Like, I always feel like there's most most times there's a response out of it, but there's a shift in in intensity or energy or focus that comes out of it. So whatever the hell he's saying, like we got to mic him up more. I got to I got to know how to coach people through life. You know, it's like when I'm training little Carlin. Carlin likes to pull a lot, right? You got to get a little pinch collar. Give him a little. This is not the same. No, no, you, you remind, <laughs> right? Your mind. And guess what? He doesn't pull Just, as much now. It's the early timeouts. Yeah, we're gonna be annoying here. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull you a little. You're gonna pinch a little bit. I'm gonna call a timeout. We're gonna talk about it, and you're gonna clean it up. And guess what? They do clean it up. They're having fewer of those timeouts early. They are I, making the right adjustments. It's taking time, but it's all coming together. Wow, I do want to just tried comparing himself yeah. to Mike Brown. Go Thank on. You. Well, no, I just want to make sure that for those that aren't as familiar with Carlin, that's Deuce's dog. Yeah, he's yeah. he's using his dog and and walking his dog. And I could pulling on what pulling during the walk. Of course, my dog is uh, Sprouts nine, and I just let her pull me wherever she wants to. I did <laughs> not. I did not call an early timeout. Uh, Sprout has full control of the Sprout has full control of the walk. I did I did not call a Mike Brown timeout with Sprout when I should have. And I try to call a timeout with a five day old, and she Ooh. tells me to shut the hell up. Yeah. I'm gonna still scream. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then she poops on you, and yeah. then she throws up on you, right? <laughs> it, it does. It's. I love her to death. I've got. I've got work to do. I've got. I got to get used to it. Call them timeouts. I got to call now. Or, about, hey, bring in Deuce. There's, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Deuce, yeah. Deuce, Deuce or Mike Brown, either one of them. Same you know, thing. Make it happen. Same thing. Now I will say this because I last night I got irritated with the timeouts. I said, "Come on, this is getting played out." But you guys, <laughs> you guys bring up a good point. The only thing that matters is how they're responding to it. Yep. And if it's not played out with the players, call it every every game. I don't care. Fair. As long as they're understanding of, all right, we we needed this, or hell, we don't like this. If we don't want this to happen, let's make sure we don't miss no assignments. As long as they're good with it, that's all that matters. And like you guys said, it seems like after – I can't remember one of those timeouts being called and they come out and they still make defensive mistakes. It's never for show, Kenny. It, that's mm-hmm. and not to say that's a good point. you know that that that's what coaches do, but I feel like there's times, um, especially in lower level sports, where it's like I'm gonna make a point, and really it's like because I'm angry, and it's like no, you gotta <laughs> you guys, make a point because you, you guys teach. go do suicides during this uh, timeout. Push R- really during the timeout? Yes, I'm so mad at you, right? So, coach, what? Yeah, there's an encouragement. There's an accountability. I mean, that Terrence Davis sequence, you know, in that Suns game where he called timeout. He went on the court with Terrence. He wasn't blowing him up, right? Like, he was just, this is what we have to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he knows how Terrence is going to respond. I'm sure he doesn't coach everyone the same way. So he has his talk with Terrence Davis. What, two, three plays later, he's in the right spot. Draws a charge. It's it's, it's great. And they're responding to it. You're right. And real quick, even more importantly, or just as important to him taking Terrence aside and you know letting him know, hey, this is where you got to be. Terrence responding to that, Mike Brown's response to that, his yes. excitement, his joy, his you know just being super um, elated that Terrence yes. made the right play. That carries weight with the players because now if he does that again, if if he calls a timeout and says, hey, you weren't in the right spot. He the the player probably understands like look, he's not grandstanding. He's not doing this for any other reason than he wants me to succeed. And if I succeed, he's going to be just as excited as he is mad right now for calling this timeout. And that carries weight with these guys. I know the the message is genuine. I, I, I love Mike Brown. I just love the guy. Me too. Yeah, we, yeah. I think we you. all do. Yeah. I, I when it, when is he going to piss us off, you guys? Never. Never. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Never. Maybe well, if he after... puts his foot back on the table, then it's like, come on, settle down. Settle down. We, why do you, why do, you do that? I didn't get that. I didn't why get it either. That? I don't oh, get the Malik Mark Monk Spears socks. said something about, like, do you actually have socks on this time or something? And then he, oh, okay. he was Does like, Does Mike Brown not wear socks? <laughs> well, it I looks don't like know. He, he has a no-show when he wears the van. Oh, they're very no-show. Yeah, no-show, yeah, yeah. but they're I guess no Mark show. was like, yo, you're not wearing socks. I don't. Like, I am wearing socks. I don't own a pair of socks that show. Who wears socks that show at this point? It's 2020. Well, don't you don't you do the little crew, the little Nike crew socks? No. No, oh, really? I got socks on right now. That's so what you talking about. Like, I'll sometimes wear like the the Nike crew oh, yeah, ones because they're, they're cool, <laughs> and they'll be like a little over my leggings or. Oh, see, now that's up. a good look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. But I walk around with my ankles out all of the time, so I, I, yeah. I, 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 I got the no show socks. 
Um, I didn't understand why Mike and Mike worked really. Mike is not limber enough to throw his leg on a table like he did last (laughs) night. Like he just he needs a few more yoga classes before he he decides to spring. And Shannon looked scared to death when he did that. Like, like, oh, okay, get the press release that coach just (laughs) threw out his hip here trying to show everyone his socks. Um, We talk about Stockton for a minute. Uh, Obviously, you guys are uh, the cream of the crop when it comes to. Stockton broadcasters. I'm an Amias Kata guy. Mm. I mean, when when I mean, I think he scored 50 the other night. Like when when am I getting Kata in a Kings uniform, a Sacramento Kings uniform at mm. the Golden One Center? I think they love it. I I mean, I think for me, it's consistency. That's what I was right. Say, like yep. you can't have a 38 and whatever 20 game he had. What was that game against he had against Santa Cruz the other night? It was ridiculous yeah. numbers, right? But then you know you're averaging like seven rebounds a game. Like they, they just need consistency from him. They need him not to foul out of games. He's constantly in foul trouble. And it's, he's shown a lot of great things, but it's just, that, Hey, all right, let's, let's keep you on the floor. Let's play with aggressiveness offensively. Let's go after rebounds and get after it. He shows you glimpses where you're like, Oh, I see it. I yeah. see it. And then like the next game, it's like, Oh, he's got four fouls in the second quarter. So I just think for him, it's it's get some more reps down there and hopefully they can clean it up. He needs to show dominance on that consistent level because yeah. it is it, that's what it is. It's like, oh, you're in G League. You're a seven-footer. You're supposed to be doing this night in, night out. doesn't matter who your matchup is in the G League. And I think for him, there's nights when he's off. And it's not just like a basketball player having an off night, right? It's, it's, it's like this big guy in the G League that just – doesn't have it or someone else is stopping his game a little and in those raw moments with him I just I need to see something different and each year we've seen a leap we've seen confidence we've seen improvement so it's there Damien I just feel like um it's a little bit more dominance in the G League and then when he does finally get his NBA minutes he just has to be efficient with his time I also think his development was hurt last year because they he didn't play Mm. enough in the G League you know, there was too many mm-hmm. gaps where he'd play a couple games and he'd be with Sacramento and not play in a basketball game for weeks and weeks and then come back to Stockton. Now you're trying to be- get back in game shape and trying to... It's tough to get any type of rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so now he's getting some consistent playing time. He's showing signs of growth. And now it's about putting it together. You know, Bobby Jackson has talked about, like, he is one of the nicest people out there. He's so great for the team. Great guy. Just wants him to be a little meaner. Play with a little more edge out there. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, if he can put it together, if he can show a little more consistency, rebounding, stay out of foul trouble, you definitely want to give that guy a look because he moves pretty well. He blocks shots. He's able to recover if he gets beat and can block a shot. He can come out and not as scared to take an outside shot. I like his game. You guys think he comes up to the to Sacramento at some point this year? Hmm. And, like, I know he might be on the active roster, but actually, like, be in the rotation at some point? Oh. It's hard to see hard to see that right now. Yeah. I don't know. I and think I, I need to see more. I mean, there, there's bright spots with him. Same with Keon Ellis. Keon Ellis looks awesome down there. And he's doing it defensively. He's knocking down the three at a very efficient rate. So I think there's definitely some encouraging signs with those those two young guys. Moneki went crazy last night, didn't he? Wasn't he like 21 yeah. and 16 yeah. or something like that? Was seven six. He's, crazy. And he's third in the G League in rebounds right now. Wow. He's like just a hustler. A game. Yeah. James had a uh, an interesting thought that if God forbid, knock on whatever's near you, something happened to Devonta Sabonis, that it actually it, it may not be best 
a, a best fit that like Rashawn or Alex Lynn steps in. The best fit might be Alec, uh, uh, Namias Keda hmm. because he's a better passer than those other two. What do you think about that, that James Ham theory that hopefully we never have to experience? Man. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, if he could stay on the floor, I do think he has that passing ability. And I, I think the big reason why Metu is playing ahead of Holmes at this point is because he's got a little more skill offensively, especially in the motion offense. Like they're more comfortable. They know, hey, he can be a lob threat, but we can also, we trust him a little more at the elbow to make something happen if, if necessary. We trust him to play his role in the dunker spot. Um, he's not making a ton of mistakes defensively. He gets beat sometimes, but Rashawn was struggling with this motion offense he's struggling defensively um but yeah if you're faced with that situation, i don't even want to think about that i mean i guess i, I would imagine kato would get some look at that point but i i don't know yeah i mean they're they're in a lot of their identity would change but i feel like what they're doing a good job of is understanding what to do when he's not on the floor for example last night when he got his fourth foul and they i think the lineup was so much smaller it was like met to barnes it was either TD and TD or Monk, and then it was De'Aaron and Davion. Mm -hmm. And with that lineup, I remember they were just running. They were just going. You know, the pace was fast. Last night, you saw the entire game, the pace was fast, but especially with them. And when you have someone like a lob threat like Chemezi Metu and someone who can run in the offense and also, uh, you know, play above the rim when he needs to, especially when he does the right things on the defensive end and stays in front of guys. There's a lot of good things. So if you put Nimi in there, um, he's someone that, too, can run from rim to rim, understands the game at a high level. He would just really have to understand what his role was if that was the case. I, I don't see it right now. Like, it's hard for me to picture it, but I don't think that's, like, way off base. Hey, before we get out of here, I just want to share something. I was going to wait till the break, but I think Dusimo would appreciate this. Oh. Um, on the in-studio TV here. I've got, you know, I watch games. I've got a game on right now. It's Portland State. I said Portland State because they're in the big sky. I want to help my guy, Coach Patrick, out. A little scout, you know, going on or whatever the case may be. Okay. Portland State is playing Portland Bible. The Portland Bible Arrows. They're 0-10. They have six guys on the roster right now. Three of them look like Kelly Olenek except they don't play like Kelly Olenek. They play like how you would think Kelly Olenek would play. The score with seven minutes to go in the first half is 36 to nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Portland Bible is 0-10 on the season. Can if you I ask you something? What are you doing with your life? I don't know. <laughs> when I watch games like this, I don't know. What are but you I, doing? I, but the crazy thing is I got to see how this finishes. Yeah, now he does. Yeah, yeah. How, they score? How many points will they score? And when will they score? You have to keep track. Take your notes, Kenny. Let us know. <laughs> I got to take hey, my notes. Do you guys need someone else for night chat? Do you need like a sideline reporter for night chat? Or a, like a, uh, can, I apply, can I apply somewhere? Is there a job posting? Portland By the way, Bible arrows. Never in my life have I heard that. Yeah, that's really random scheduling. But you mentioned Kelly Olynyk. Did you see him in the Hornets Celtics game the other night when he what? scored late and they're down like twenty something points and he did the too small? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what are you doing? You're down twenty, bro. No. Oh man, that's what the first guy that scores on Portland Bible should do. Like oh, when, yeah. they, when he like 
post up move or a layup and just go too small. That's up there with John Morant going to Malik Monk going, don't miss. Don't miss. Yeah. And, oh, all right. Uh, I hope Portland State cuts a nice little promo like Austin did on Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> You can tell me about John 316. Well, Portland State 316 says, I just whooped her ass. I love that. Shirts available at WWE.com. Yeah. Oh, man. Deuce and Mo.com. How do you have not how do you not have a Deuce 316 shirt yet? Come on, man. We That's got dude, I'll help you out. Uh we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Do some more podcasts wherever you get podcasts from. Of course, night chat on YouTube as well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 